Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. If you would like more information about First Baptist Church of Silva, please visit firstbaptistsilva.com. I must have been 19. It's coming home from college for the first time. I'd hoped to get to Wednesday night prayer service, dinner and activities, followed by choir practice, of course, but I didn't make it in time. I remember arriving there at the First Baptist Church of Asheville, and I heard the choir rehearsing. They were getting ready for their Christmas cantata, and I crept into that sanctuary. It was dimly lit. The Christmas tree, however, was on. The choir was there in the loft, a full orchestra. And I couldn't help but be drawn in. A soprano was singing an extraordinary melody. And when the choir came in, I wanted to immerse myself in that sound, in that music. Walking down from the back, I was drawn closer to the sound, finding a place in the second row, of course, spotting my mom, who sang in the choir, but also taking stock in the moment of a thin place, transcendent. The music was evocative. And I didn't understand a lick of what they were singing. Et Misericordia. I had to look it up later. It was a word in a language I was not familiar with. It was Latin, of course. And Latin, as we know, was the language of the church for centuries. I had to look up what et misericordia meant. And it meant and mercy. Referring, of course, to the scripture passage we just read, where Mary sings a song of praise to God. In this moment, in verse 50, she says, His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. The word that I could not understand was about mercy. I find myself in the waters of mercy. And why? Because a mother and a daughter have made professions of faith in Jesus Christ, and they want to enter these waters of mercy to be immersed as I wish to be in that same song so many years ago. I relish the opportunity to be in these waters of mercy. For I certainly need it. I'm reminded each moment of every day of how undeserving I am of God's good favor. And yet Mary proclaims that because of Jesus Christ, as proof of who God truly is, mercy is what God comes to give. So I'm grateful to be here in these waters of mercy, for mercy is not my native language. 
It was John Rutter, by the way. John Rutter, the great choral composer. And the piece of music is also the title of this song, Magnificat. It refers to that first phrase that Mary sings about, my soul magnifies the Lord. Magnificat, magnifies, glorifies. She sings, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he's looked with favor on the loneliness of his servant. In telling the story of Mary, we know that God had great plans for Mary. God was choosing to bring salvation to the world through her. That message from the angel, the divine messenger, was this. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Mary, did you know what was going to happen? Did you know what was going to happen to your son? Yes, she did. We know this, of course, because she sings about what this moment will mean, not only for her, but for the world. And if that wasn't enough, she gets an unannounced visitor at the temple just days after Jesus' birth. Simeon tells this couple just what the world could expect with Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, and how it would be a sword that would pierce her heart as well. Oh, yes, Mary knew. And yet still, she would say, let it be to me according to your word. When God reaches out his hand to work in Mary's life, Mary responds in the best way possible. She sings just like Hannah did when she received the gift of a son that she would dedicate also back to God. In this song, we learn a few things about the kind of God that Mary belongs to and that we're invited to follow also. God wishes to bestow mercy. God is strong. God is revolutionary wanting to bring up those who are oppressed, the poor, those who are trodden upon, and also to tear down the rich and the powerful and the know-it-alls. And above all, Mary sings, God keeps his promises. The one thing that I think we miss in this Magnificat, this song that Mary sings, is the fact that she shares this song with a relative. Elizabeth. Elizabeth is also great with child. And when Mary is close to Elizabeth, she cannot help but to bear testimony to all that God is doing in her life and in others. What a beautiful testimony for who we are and what we're trying to be, First Baptist Church. We're kin, family, but we're also brothers and sisters in Christ. We're relatives and also soul friends. So it is good and right that we would share these same testimonies with one another, just as Mary did with Elizabeth.
this morning. Another set of relatives of soul friends are sharing this moment also. They're sharing the song that God has for them in their hearts, not only with one another, but also with you. In coming here into these waters of mercy, they are proclaiming, let it be to me according to your word. Let us pray. God, may we all find ourselves in your waters of mercy. For truly, we are desperate to be immersed beneath your flow. Flood us, God, with reminders of your love, your grace, and forgiveness. We acknowledge that we do not deserve it, but just as you sought to work through Mary, we have faith that you also have found favor in us. Make each day new for us, God, so that with the sound of the waters moving, we too might be reminded of our own baptisms to also know that you call us into the waters of your mercy each day of our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we pray these things.